Baruch Hashem. Mishnah Taira. Yes, I love it here. Laws of Forbidden Intimacies. Perik Zion, Chapter 17. In this Perik, the Rambam teaches us the people, the women, which Koyanim are allowed and not allowed to marry. It's is geared towards Koyanim. Shalish Nashim Nesu Alkola Koyanim. There are three women which were forbidden, which were the Ibishter forbade Koyanim to marry. And they are Grusha, a divorcee, Zaina, to be classified and defined in the next Perik, Vachalala and Achalala, also to be defined in the next Perik. In a nutshell, Zaina will, will be somebody either who's not Jewish or somebody that had forbidden relations with someone that the Torah forbade equally on everyone. For example, someone who had relations with his sister. So that sister is now a zoina. Because she, it's, it's, a, you know, it's, it's not a specific... Um, we'll, we'll learn the next page. It's not a, spe- it's not, it's not a specific issue on this person. It's something that every person, it's equal to everyone. That then becomes a zoina. Zoina is not the classification that they call everyone in the street. Whoever is hefker, they call a zoina. That's not what it means. Halala is somebody that it will define the next page, someone that was born from a marriage that a coin is not allowed to marry, or the woman that the coin marries where he's not allowed to marry. Okay, so there's three women that a coin is not allowed to marry Grusha, Zaina, Halala. And for a coin god, there are four women. These three above mentioned, in addition to that, a coin god is forbidden to marry a almana. Echad Koyen Godel. When we say Koyen Godel, Koyen Godel could be a broad spectrum of people. So Echad Koyen Godel Meshuach B'Shem and Amishcha. Where there was the Koyen Godel that was anointed with the oil that the Koyen Godel was anointed with to become a Koyen Godel. Or you're in the time of the second base on Midrash when he didn't have those oils. Ha-Merubi V'Godim. When he just wore the clothing, the Big Day Kuhuna Gedoyle, he became... Sanctified as such, became a Kohen Godel without the Shemana Mishcha. Echad Kohen Oived, whether it's a Kohen that's actually in service, Echad Kohen Godel Sheminuvi over, or a Kohen Godel that's already retired for whatever reason, maybe he was appointed as a temporary to take over the Kohen Godel that temporarily was not able to be a Kohen Godel. And then after the Kohen Godel was back in service, they moved him aside. So that person is also considered Kohen Godel for this purpose. So to the Kohen that was anointed to lead the Yidin and Mechaman to give them these special instructions when they went to war. So that Kohen is also considered for this practice a Kohen Godel. They are all instructed to marry a Besula, to marry a virgin, and they are all forbidden to marry a widow. Any koyin that married one of these three women, the Grusha Zaina Halala Ben Godel Ben Hedyait, whether he's a Kain Godel or he's a Kain Hedyait, the plain Kain Godel, Boal, Loike. So it has to be both things. It has to be that he was uh, Nasa. 
he actually married her and Boal. There's two parts to this. One is that he betrothed her, you know, he married her, he gave a kiddushin. And the second part is that he actually lived with her. One without the other doesn't doesn't land them up land them up with this malchus. It has to be both. Sai he married her and Sai he lived with her. But if he lived with her in a licentious way, not in the sake of marriage, so then he didn't marry her. He does not get the Malchus because of a Zoyna. He doesn't get Malchus for that Isser. He gets Malchus for a different Isser. And somebody, somebody has relations with the Pnuya, not for marriage, he gets a different Malchus. Because it's the Isser of Kedesha. But not for the Isser of Zayna Grusha Chalala. Shnema lo yikachu. It says in the Torah, lo yikachu. Ache yikach evil Has to be yikachu. Has to be they actually married her and then lived with her. Until then, He's not getting Malchus for this. However, that he did not marry the Almona, but he only lived with her without marriage. He gets his Malchus even though he did not betroth her. Because it says by the Koyen God of he should not make her profane, he should not violate her. He should not violate himself by, by marrying a uh, Amana. Kivan Shabbat once he had relations with her, he made her a Chalala, and he made her a Puzzle So even though he didn't marry her, the Kain Gadol gets the Malkus. Why is the Almana different. How is the Almana different than the Zayna, Chalala, and Grusha? Because all those three were already blemished from before. A Zayna from before was Aser, a Chalala from before was Aser. The Almana was not Aser from before. Therefore, Kain God alone gets Malchus for living with the Almana alone, even with Alpha Bishan Shem Kedushan, even though he didn't marry her. Shahadei he made her a halala, the muzar, and he was warned in the Torah that he should not make kosher people halalim, not the wife, not the woman, and not her, her, his children. Says the Rambam, If he actually went through and he was Mekadish the Kodalmona and he lived with her, he gets Malchus twice. Because one is he was the Abraham and the Isra not to take Almona, another one he was Machal Almona. Two different Isurim. Before it was only Leichal. So now it goes the other way that if there was Kiddushin but there was never any relationship so then they do not get the Malkus. The Malkus is only if there's Chilul. There's no Chilul without a Biyah Surah. Whoever he gets Malkus she gets Malkus. 
If he doesn't get the Malkus, she doesn't get the Malkus. There's no difference between a male and a female when it comes to punishments for such things. Except a Shivcha Harufa, like we explained, that Shivcha Harufa. That the, the man gets malchus and the the man the woman gets malchus and the man brings a carb asha. Now here is a specific case. We said until now there has to be kiddushin. By a goya there's no there's no kiddushin and a goya is a zaina like we'll see in tomorrow's Patek. Every goya is a zaina. Every koyin. That has relations with a goya, being godl, being headed, where there's a coin godl, or a coin headed, like a mishum zoina. He gets malchus for living with a zoina. Why? We said before, it has to be kiddushin. So why, if he there's no kiddushin, he gets malchus? Says the Raman Sharayeni Bas kiddushin. It's impossible for kiddushin to happen because she's not there. She, kiddushin doesn't work over here. There's no. There's no uh, button for that, right? Well, we did, we did mention this. Who also Zoina, Ben Yisrael is Ben Goya, and he's forbidden to have relations with the Zoina, no matter who she is, whether be she Jew or not. Now we move on to Chalutza. So we said in the first part of the Patek that there are three women in which the Torah said are Aser when they are Grusha, Zayna, Chalala. Grusha, we said, is a divorcee. So now we're going to introduce a new thing. That the Chachamim decided that a woman whose husband died and she went through the process of Chalitza, so she will have the status for these purposes as a divorcee, even though Menachem she doesn't. Because, uh, yeah, hello, Chalitza, Asur, Lokoyim, Medivri, Soifer. A Chalitza, a woman that had Chalitza, is forbidden to marry a Koyim, Medivri, why? Because she is like a divorcee. If the Koyan married this woman and he lived with her, so he gets Makas Mardus. Rabbinic lashes. Rebellious lashes of rebellion. But what happens if a Koyan married a woman that underwent the Chalitza, which it's a doubt if the Chalitza was okay? So now we don't force them to get divorced. He's not allowed to marry her. But we don't force them to divorce. And she's kosher. She's not a halala. She's not a sveik halala. Uvlada kosher. And the babies that are born are kosher babies. So, so there's no way to Why? Because the whole thing is a rabbinic ordinance. They decided that only if it's a dafka, for sure chalutza, then it's it. But if it's a sveik chalutza, they're not making any issues. They're not, they're not taking into any, any orders. So too, if there's a lady, she's a sveik gerusha. We don't know. If she was Bechal married, she, like, she had maybe Sveik Kedushin and then Sveik Gerushin, so maybe she was never really married. Sveik Almona, we don't know if she was married and the guy died. Sveik Zoyna, Sveik Halala, we don't know if she was a Halala or not. 
So all these cases, asveik is daraisa, and it's asveik daraisa, we're machmer, makaneris and makas, maradus and moitzi beget. So since it's a sofik, you can't give him malchus, but nevertheless, we give him makas, maradus. However, we force him to divorce because it's fake deraisa, and fake deraisa, we are more strict, fake deraisa lechumra, they cannot stay married. There's a very big rule. With all the Surim and the Torah, it's not just related to marriage. It's related to other Surim as well. One Isur cannot be compounded on top of another Isur. Except, Ella. There's a few ways it could work. Number one, if both Isurim kick in at the same time, Isur Basachas. The second way, the second Isser added something that was not before. Or if included other things that weren't included before. The Amma will give instructions. But an example, if more things became Isser, or more people became Isser, so since it became also to the additional things with additional people, it became also to the ones already also. As an additional, it kicks in. Ficha. The Amam gives the, the application. Therefore, this woman was an Almana. Now she has an Isser, the Kayin God has an Isser to marry her. Could there be another, could it be another Isser compounded on that? Says that Amam, it could. You know why? Because it's not, it's not one Isser on top, it's an additional Isser, Venasa's Girusha. She becomes a divorcee. So now, before she was only forbidden to coin Gadol. Now she's forbidden to every coin. So once the Isav Grusha kicks into every coin, the coin Gadol is included. So he has a second Isav to, to, to be with her. It's Isav Moisav. Venas is Grusha, Venas is Halala. Then let's say a coin married her and she became a Halala. Now she has a third Isav. Because when she's Halala, we'll see in a minute why in the next. Uh, the Amam gives a reason in a minute what, what the halal is more also than the grusha in the next halacha. But Nasa Zaina, once she becomes a Zaina, after that it's an additional Yisr. What happens if the Kayin Godl is over with her after that? Like Arba Malkis, he gets four times Malkis. Amam will explain the next halacha why. I'll be Achas for the one time, for the one Bia. Why? So he starts explaining like this. Number one is, sir, the Almana is forbidden to Kain Gadl. It's permitted to Kain Hadith. Now she had an additional thing. She became now a divorcee. So she now has an additional Isser. She becomes forbidden to regular Kain. Since she's forbidden to regular Kain, she has an additional Isser on the Isser of, of being an Almanah, but she is still allowed to eat Truma. She's but if she was the daughter of a Koyan, or if she, was, if she had children who were from the Koyan, she's allowed to eat Truma still. What happens if now she married a Koyan and she becomes now a Chalala? No Isser, but Isser, she has an additional Isser. What's the Isser? She has an Isser. Now she's not a truma. 
when she comes, another iser not to, not to eat shumah, that also, there's a new thing that comes, it's, that makes it also the, a new iser, that even a koyen that marries her, is even that iser of halal as well. She's still allowed to marry a Israelite. Nas is Zainif after that she becomes a Zaina. Oh, you'll be Yeshams said it's how Yisrael. Now by the way, one second. When she be when she, when she lives with the Koyan as a Grusha, yeah? Does she become a Zaina? We'll see tomorrow's parak, no. Because it's not an issue that's equal to all Yidin. It's specific for Koyanim, so it doesn't make her a Zaina. Anyone's over Isser, yeah? Everyone, the next, uh, the next Patek. Anyone who's over Isser, that's, that's Isser that shovel a coil, then she becomes a, a Zaina. Yeah, she becomes a Halal. Now, when she becomes a Zaina, since the name Zaina, is a possibility, it is a scenario where a Zaina will become forbidden to her husband. If a, if a Zaina had relations with a man, when she's married, she's forbidden to her husband. If she had Berot. So now, since the name Zaina includes that also, so now she has an additional Isser, since she's also to, to her husband, who's Yisrael, so she, that Isser also goes on everyone, including the Koyin. The same halacha would be a kain hedit that had relations with the grusha. That, that after she was a divorcee, she became a halal, and after she became a halal, she became a zayna. She like a shalish al biachas. Then he gets three times malchus. Avlam shtanet say the zef. It wasn't in this order. Any like a If she first became a zayna, then a halal, and then a and then a grusha, and then a mana. It doesn't work. The other Yisrael don't kick in because they're not adding anything to what she already had. She, already, she was already forbidden. There's nothing added. Now, the Amun gives another interesting idea. What happens if a lady was an Almana three times? Three husbands died. And then she marries the Kayin Gadol. She gets three, the Kayin Gadol gets three times Malakot. She's, she's a three-time prize winner Almana. No, it doesn't work like that. Still one, one iser. Now what happens if she only had Aderson? She was betrothed. She was never really married. Then her husband died. Can a Kayin Gadol marry her? No. Now what happens? An interesting scenario. A Kayin Gadol's brother died. Now if the brother died without children, so... There's a mitzvah for the Yavam to marry this, this, uh, the, the wife. Now, the Kayin Godl has a scenario. He has this lady, the, 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 the sister-in-law, and he has a mitzvah to marry her, Yavama Yavayolel. But he also has the Yisra to not marry her. Now, I marry Almana. She's an Almana. But what happens if she's an Almana from the brother, but he never even lived with her? Now, she's technically a Besula, and a Kayin Godl has to marry a Besula. She's a Besula. Says the Ram Mareze lo yab. He should not be miyab. You know why? You know why? You know, you know what's behind the whole yab. First thing I care to Almana is once she do Yerusalem. No, no okay, that's a good idea, but that's not, uh, it's not it. Elo Why do you have to do Chalitza? You know why? 
because the whole mitzvah of Yibum is only the first time. And the Kohen Godel after that cannot say marry to her. And therefore, since there be a one time, it, it would be a mitzvah, and, you, you, and also you can be kind of, anytime you can be kind of mitzvah, say, and the Lord says, without pushing off, you, you be kind both. He can kind both. Do chalitzi, you kind both. You're not, uh, you're not being aware of anything. So therefore he says, chalitz. What happens if even a bigger story? The brother died when he was not Kain Godel yet. He was Kain Hedit. The Kain Hedit can marry an Ammon. When it's not only is Kain Godel, and then he became appointed Kain Godel after the brother died. And then you go a step further. He even gave a Kiddushan already before he became a Kain Godel. Because you're Kain Hedit. Says the Ramah as a lawyer, Yabim. Once he became appointed king Gadol, since the whole Mimer is only the Abbanan, it was not Kaina. So it's nothing. Nothing happened. It's just like before. So therefore, he, he doesn't, he can't, uh, he has to Chalitza, not Yibam. Avla made it, says but if he actually betrothed a woman who wasn't Ammana, and after he betrothed her, even though he didn't marry her yet, then he was appointed king Gadol. Says the Ramam, it's his wife 100%. He can continue, he can marry her fully and continue living with her. Because it was his wife before he became a Kayin What happens if a woman was married with a Kiddushin, which was a suffix if it was a Kiddushin? And then the one she was betrothed to died. It's a Sveik Ammon, and since it's a Sveik Ammon, we mentioned Allah Zayin, that uh, when it comes to Torah, we go to Machmer, we speak Chumrah, the Rais, the Chumrah, that he cannot marry the Kain Godel. Allah Yud Gimel. Mitzvah Saseh Al-Kain Godel, additional to what we said before, where the Lord used to say for Kain Godel not to marry, Lo Yechalel, there's an additional Mitzvah Saseh that I'm introducing now in a Koyin, Sheyisa Nara Besulah. He has a mitzvah, so say, to marry a nara who's a besula, a virgin. Once she becomes a begeres, we know what that means from the first prokim in Hilchis Ishus. Once she becomes a begeres, once she's six months past the naras, she becomes forbidden for him. She's not a nara anymore. Isha not a katana. Not a minor. Bivsuleh ovalei begeres. Not. He's allowed or he's not allowed? He has to marry her only when she's a nara. Only between when she becomes, let's say, 12 and 12 and a half. Really? Yeah. Can marry anybody else older than that? No. Okay. Once he became a king god, they can't. Okay, it's not. Yotas miklal katnus. Velichlal bagris leibo zunar. How do you know me? The king god was 15 when he became. You don't know. You never know. Could be. If she became no more katna, she became 12. She did not reach 12 and a half yet. We're saying 12, 12 and a half. You know what we mean, which becomes a gedoyla, according to what we learned the principles in the beginning of Hilchasishas. Then she's a nara. A king God cannot marry two women at the same time. In other words, he cannot be married to two women at the same time. Even though in the olden days people were allowed to be married to two women at the same time, a kohen gadol not. One and not two. You can marry two women at the same time. No, 
Now, what happens if this girl was never married, she's a besula, but she's not really a besula because she's a mukas eight, which means because of her injury, she lost her virginity because of an injury. Even though she was never with a man, even though she was never nivel, she was never nivala if she had relations with a man, even if she had relations not the way we're supposed to, or she had relations with an animal, if she has relations with not like she's supposed to, it's considered the same thing she's also. But if she had relations with an animal, she's still muteres, she's still allowed. Obviously, she has to be a psula, we said. Yeah. In other words, the animal doesn't make raise besula if it's not kedark. Now, what happens if the kohen gadol married a woman that's a baula? So again, we said before there's two there's two there's two factors of a kohen gadol. One is the leisa say we introduced the beginning of the perik he's not allowed to marry an almana, and we have a second mitzvah to marry a besula. Now, this lady, the halacha tezvav, is not a besula, but she's not an almana. He's not being over the lawyers to say, but he's not being Mekayim Da'asei. So, Kayin Gadol, Shana'asei Ba'ula, ain't he like, he doesn't get Malkus, because he's over Na'asei, and not on the lawyers to say. You don't get Malkus for Na'asei. Ha'av Al-Maitzi Beget, but he has to divorce her, the Kiddushin takes effect, he has to divorce her with a Get. Na'asei Begeres, and Mukas 8, but if he married the other women that the Torah says he shouldn't marry, she's already not an iron, she's a begeris already, or she's a mukas eitz. So she's not hube isha bifsuleo yikach. Nevertheless, once he already married her, he can continue living with her. He's not, because with the say, let's say, he was over, he's not being, he's not being over anymore. If she was uh, a baula, we don't let him stay, but this lady's not baula. Begeris is not a baula. Mukas eitz is not a baula. She's just not a basula. So then he is Eight is Ba'ula and Isman of the Kain Gadl. What happens if he Sorry, yeah, let's get back on track. So if he married one of these women, the Begaris or the Mukasaits, they're not really a Ba'ula, so he's allowed to be Makaim. Eight is Ba'ula and Isman of Kain Gadl. What happens if he betrothed the woman? She's not an Almana, but she was already a Ba'ula. And then, which he's allowed to, he's a regular coin, he's allowed to, and after that he became appointed as a coin god. But it's already, he already married her, sort of. He betrothed her, he's considered married menatayra. And he's a yichna, he can actually follow through with the rest of the marriage after he becomes a coin god. Allah Why are we saying the same thing before? It's similar to what we said before, but Eris Almona Venesman and Kain God, but here it's talking about Eris Bula. You say it's a that's included in Eris Almana, right? But Almana maybe was never a be'ila. Like it's it's only Eris. Halacha tezai. Oh, that's not a besula. It's not exactly the same thing. It's not with the air. He was ma'aris. Yeah. But maybe she never, she never lived with anybody. Oh, that's not a besula. What happens if the koyin 
Godol, he was Ma'anis, a Nara Besula, who is allowed to marry a Fita Oisa, or he seduced her. Even if when he raped or seduced, he was a Kohen Hedit, and after that he was appointed a Kohen Gadol before he married her, because he's supposed to marry her. Now he cannot marry her. If he did marry her, he has to divorce her. He betrothed the Kitana. He's not supposed to betroth the Kitana. He's supposed to wait till she's a Nara. And then before he married her, she became a Begeris. Not the same girl he married. He shouldn't marry her. Because it's not similar to someone who betrothed an Ammon and then became a Kayin Godel. Because here, her body changed from a Kitana to a Begeris. But if he married her, he does not have to divorce. Like we learned above, that if somebody got married to Begeris, a Kayin God will marry Begeris, but if he did, we don't force him to divorce. We say divorcee. What is the definition of a divorcee? It doesn't have to be a lady that was actually fully married. He can even be, she was betrothed. And after that, she was divorced from the betrothal. Or Menanasurin, obviously, for sure. However, a woman that went through the process of Mion that we learned before many times, Mion. If a minor was married by her brother or her mother after her father died, and then she walked away from the marriage, she's called Mima Ennis. So we learned over there, she's not even considered the divorcee. But even if the husband divorced her with a get, then remarried her, and then she walked away. Since the end result was a walk away, so then, yeah, then she's permitted to marry a coin. Like we explained in Gerishin, that since the last part of the process was me, and even if a get was before that, as if she never had a get in her life. Anyone that's not royal, for example, somebody's Die. Somebody died, and the wife was pregnant, and the brother jumped the gun and gave a chalitza when she was pregnant. So she's not royal a chalitza because she's pregnant. So she doesn't become possible to go in with that. That chalitza doesn't, doesn't mean anything. What happens if a rumor went out? Now, what becomes forbidden with rumor, what doesn't? So this is not rumor that I'm actually laid it out. Ish pliny koyin kosev get ishte. Yeah, a rumor went out. This is this koyin wrote a get to his wife. I know some get ishte gave a get to the wife. But in yeshevus tachtiv misham misham mishati, and uh, the rumor was that they got divorced. Fact fact was that they were still living together like husband and wife. Now, we don't force the husband, Koyin, to divorce this wife that rumor has it, he, he, he divorced her. However, if after he died or divorced her, let's say he died, obviously, because he divorced her for sure. If after this husband died, she got married to a second Koyin, she should get divorced from the second one because the God be the second Koyin, the, the, the rumor pre, pre, uh, preceded him, preceded his marriage. So therefore, he should divorce her.
The rumor in this town went out that she was betrothed. And the rumor was that she was divorced. Since we don't have witnesses, it's all rumor. So then we are choishish. In other words, we are concerned that it might be true and therefore Koyin did not let him marry her. But if a rumor goes out that she got chalitza, so that, since the whole rumor is only a suffix, and we said by suffix chalitza they were not goyzer, so it's nothing. What happens if a rumor comes out oh, about, a, about a certain girl that she is a ba'ula, that she had relations? We are not concerned with such rumors. She's permitted to marry the Kohen Gadol. What happens if there's a rumor that she is a shivcha, that she's not even Jewish? We're not concerned because when it comes to Psul Mishpacha, we have to have a Raya Brura. We say, No, say, I feel the coin, you can marry even a coin. What happens if there's a rumor that she is being Mizana, that she's acting like a Zoyna? We're not concerned that she's permitted to marry a coin. I feel even further than that. Even if her husband divorced her. Because she was over on Das Yehudis. That the, the husband divorced her. Because what? Because she was circumstantial evidence of, of no good. She was up to no good. But there was no proof to it. For Mace, Clayton Sheeton Laget. Now, he didn't actually divorce her. They were in the process. In the process, he said, Get out of my house, you lowlife. Yeah, and he's, he's going to court to give a divorce. And on the way, he died. So aggravating. Now, why did, he, why did he run to divorce her? Because they found terrible things, they found disgusting things. Nevertheless, till you have actual Adim, Orias, She's still permitted to a koyin. Just suspicion alone, it doesn't work. Can't assume. There's no Edom here. There's only rumor. We don't forbid one of these women except if you have clear proof or admission on her part. Until then, you cannot make a woman forbidden just from assumption. That is the end of the Perik. Tomorrow the Raman will define a lot of the things we learned today.